Thanks for downloading another episode of The Ugly Truth. Or if it's your first time, welcome. You are now an honorary UG, or hug as we like to say. We really appreciate you listening and supporting the show through our Amazon and Avon links at UglyTruth.com. And now, without further ado, The Ugly Truth. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. Everything is closing in around me. What's happening? Paula. Everybody else was having a good time and I was sitting on the chair practically in tears. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. It is the Ugly Truth, everybody. Episode 199. Ugh. Ugh. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. I have, That's not too bad. I have thick throat today. You I always have thick throat. Every week. Hey, I heard you clearing your throat <laughs> earlier, too. Oh, my God. I have the worst allergies ever. Oh, so you can have allergies. I just always no, have No, you can, you can have allergies, but you you blame your bad ugh on allergies every week. <laughs> You're like, I have thick throat. I don't know what's going on. Well, I don't know what is going on. Well, I don't either. Anyway, welcome to The Ugly Truth, everybody. It is the last weekend of February 2017 already. Can you believe we've survived two months with a new president and nothing's blown up yet. <laughs> yet? Famous last words. I know, guys. Okay, I take it back. Take backsies. Take backsies. <laughs> take backsies. Jesus fucking Christ. I swear to God. I try really hard not to get stressed out about stuff that I watch on the news or, and I don't watch cable news, but I try really hard not to get stressed out about stuff. And it's like, I just don't even know. You know, I'm trying really hard to maintain perspective. Sometimes it's very difficult. Okay. I know you don't like to get political. I don't, but that's okay. But this is, this is really funny. What? So all the senators are going back to their states and they're all doing, they're all doing their (laughs) town halls. Yes. Isn't that funny how like they're all getting screamed at basically. They're like, we know you don't like Donald Trump. (laughs) And they're just like, "You you didn't stick to your promises. And like they're all like complaining that they're totally getting beat up on and they're like, hey, that is not nice language. And I'm like, have you listened to our president before? (laughs) Well, and for me, it's like, you know, when I hear that and everybody's saying, oh, they're being infiltrated by the liberals. And I'm like, I don't think those are all liberals. I'm just saying that it might be others who are a little dissatisfied with what they're hearing coming out of the nation's capital. But, you know, what do I know? It's the stupidest thing ever. Oh. Speaking of that, this was real and it's not going to go anywhere. But this dude, this, okay, this chiropractor has come up with a real solution to women and their periods because he knows nothing about apparently how women's bodies work. He has created a glue for the labia that will close your lips so that you can just keep the blood in. And not have to use pads and tampons because we are slaves to our period. This will solve all your problems. A glue for the labia? Yeah, so you can you can glue your lips shut so okay. that the period blood doesn't we'll, come out. We'll glue our lips shut, but it'll still be <laughs> pouring out the back. Here, give me a piece of tape so I can glue your mouth shut, you moron. I would love to know how that is going to turn. I'd be like, you know what? How about you glue your asshole shut and see how that diarrhea goes? Exactly. Let's see where that ends up. I'd like to know. 
you know, the natural function of one's body. Let's just keep it all in there and see what happens. Oh, I'm sure you won't get sick and die. Sakes. You idiot. God. Oh, my God. There's always the one every now and then that has to, you know, comment about <laughs> women's, they know women's bodies like they, know. like they know something. I'm like, you're not married, right? There's no way this dude has a wife and daughters because you get married and very quickly a man will realize they know nothing of the period or the menstrual flow other than what they you know are allowed unless to know. they're like one of those people that only has sex like once a month or something and they just <laughs> that's true they just assume that margaret takes care of those things she handles those things in private when she, i'm at work she handles those matters <laughs> that is not a matter that i have anything to do with and she sleeps in the guest room when it's going on yeah exactly <laughs> god so funny okay so speaking of health it's been almost a week now, but I had every, I think it's like once or twice a year. I, I know you suffer from migraines too. Yes. So I suffer from migraines. I have a regular prescription that I, that I have. So when I have them, I can take medicine and it helps, but sometimes it doesn't. And it sucks because it's like, I sit there and I look at the bottle going, but I have medicine. How come this isn't working? Like I should feel better. And it doesn't. That probably happens like once or twice a year where it's so debilitating. I'm literally ill, like physically ill. Mm-hmm. And it's not just my head hurts. It's everything. Like my my skin burns. It's like I feel like shit. So I had one of those migraines. It lasted three and a half days, oh which is God. it was long. And, you know, when I have migraines, they do last three days from beginning to end. But it's usually only one day where I feel really bad. I felt bad for three solid days. There was one point I woke up at three in the morning and I took four Advil because I had taken everything else. And I, I just I'm like, well, this is all I can really take right now without giving myself like liver failure. Mm-hmm. So I took it and I was wa- on the couch watching King Kong. Mm-hmm. And so I was watching that and it did work, but I'm laying there. My head was hurting so bad. I said, you know, if this doesn't go away in the next 30 minutes, I'm going to have to go to the ER. Well, why didn't you? Well, because it wasn't to the point where I was, it wasn't excruciating. It was just this long, it's, it's torturous when it's just a never ending throbbing but it wasn't anything that I couldn't handle but then when I woke up and I was like I was literally like clammy I was in so much pain and so I took something and it did work and then of course I fell dead asleep but when I was laying there going I cannot recall a time when I had a migraine this bad like it had been a really long time and so after the migraine went away I was doing research on there's got to be alternative methods to deal with migraines outside of pharmaceuticals because they're just not enough. Well, okay, I'm going to stop you right there. What? Pharmaceuticals. (laughs) You mean your Imitrex. Yeah. Okay. Have you asked your doctor to refer you to a neurologist? No. Why? Because they handle migraine. Neurologists do? Yes. Okay. That's who handles my migraines. And second of all, the Imitrex that you're taking, it's like baby aspirin. Oh, it is? Yes. Because they also have 50 milligrams, 75 milligrams, and 100 milligrams. That sounds so strong. What do you take? I have 50. Oh, do you take, and you take one or two? Well, it just depends, but I'll take one. And then if I can tell within like a half an hour or an hour that it's not going to work, so I'll take another one. 
Mm-hmm. Because you can take two in within a two hour period. I didn't realize that. And, you know, they just make me feel like crap. But I mean, they sometimes they work. But they can work. Yeah. There's also <laughs> other medications that you can take, you know, know, like daily to, you know, stave off migraines or, yes. you know, those kinds of things. So I'm just saying before you completely write off the pharmaceutical route. I would just say that, you know, I get terrible migraines. Is it possible to get a referral to a neurologist? Well, yes, of course. But all of that can happen. But I was also looking, you know, I Googled it. Of course I Googled migraine. Well, I was just curious what else there was besides taking medicine. I'm like, is there anything preventative that you can do besides ingesting medication to help rub whale jizz on your eyelids or something? Whatever. And one of the things that our mom actually tried... It was acupuncture. Okay. And it did work. She said it worked. But you have to go like all the time because it's not something that lasts. You know, acupuncture is something like, you know, like when you go get a massage or you get your nails done, you've got to go regularly to keep keep it up. So there's this other thing that they do and it's very controversial and I don't think I'm not really sold on it. I just came upon it. So I'm just sharing this information with you. It's called date piercing. It's like a permanent acupuncture. Date is the cartilage that's right above your ear hole. Okay. That soft part. And there's a there's a cartilage up there that you can pierce. Now, when you go to get your acupuncture, they put a needle in the date. And it relieves migraine pressure. It relieves pressure in the in the brain. And a lot of people swear by it with acupuncture. So now they're like, well, if you get it pierced permanently, will that in fact assist in staving off migraines without any medication? A lot of people swear by it. A lot of people say, I got it done. I, I used to have migraines every four days. I only get one a month. You know, they, they swear by it. And then, of course, there are other people say, it's dangerous. Don't do it. So I haven't done a ton of research, but the fact that people swear by it and people who suffer far worse than I do say it is literally, first of all, it doesn't really hurt to get it pierced. And second, even if it eliminates one migraine a month, it's almost worth it to me. Wow. And that's a lot. And I, you know, I, I know that you have no problem with it. I am not a huge fan of taking pills. Like, I'm really not a big fan of it. Right. So if I can find alternatives, I would rather. The other thing that I'm looking into is I really am looking into CBD oil, which is the, it's pot oil without the THC. Yeah. It's the stuff that they use to treat kids who have, you know... If they have, you know, kids who have cancer, they'll give it to them, right. you know, stuff like that. And a lot of UFC fighters swear by it yeah. to relieve pain and all of that. And I'm like, you know, now that it's legal, but I'm really like, I don't know any legit dispensaries around here. Oh, they're all so over I'm, the place. They are. But I mean, are they legit or are they just, you know, some dude who's selling How his can pot? they not be legit? I mean, it's it's legal so i want a yelp review and i can't find any <laughs> like i don't want to walk into somebody's trailer you know what no, i mean i want it to I be mean, real most of them have signs and they're just called dispensaries i think i know i don't know i so. i googled i googled dispensaries and there's they're all in like orangevale and that's just like right by your house i don't want to go there i hate i hate that town i just don't want to go back there and then send daryl oh my god no he would never wally cleaver would never go 
That would never happen. Ask your ask your 21-year-old. I'm sure she knows. All the baristas in Starbucks, apparently their parents grow weed. I did not know this, but what? apparently this is a thing. Growing weed? That's weird. Are we the only ones that don't do that stuff? Apparently. I'm like, maybe I should grow pot. I don't know. I mean, it's if it's legal, I mean, let's just all grow it and sell it. What I, are we going to do with it? Sell it. To who? Make money. People. I don't know. I, you know what? We're delving into a world I know nothing about. I just don't want to have migraines and I don't want to take copious amounts of drugs. But well, I mean, I hear smoking pot helps migraines. Well, the the but the CBD oil is kind of where I'm at because I don't want to get high. I just want to not have pain. And so I think that's why I did the stupid thing of asking Tyler, my son. Yeah. I said, Tyler, what do you know about CBD oil? And he looked at me weird. He's like, um, well, uh, I hear that it works really well for anxiety and, and pain. And I'm like, would you know? He goes, well, no. <laughs> like, okay. Because he doesn't care about the oil. He just gets I know. high. <laughs> well, I think he's into edibles right now. So, Well, why don't you, you know what? Ask him to bring you an edible. And then the next yeah. time you get a migraine, try eating something and see mm-hmm. if it k- takes the headache away. I hear that edibles are quite hallucinogenic. So that might be fun. <laughs> you never know. I would you give it a know. shot. Just to eat a little corner. Are you? Would you ever? Would you ever do that? Well, I've smoked pot in the past. Well, I have too. I've probably done it like a handful of times. I was not impressed personally. Well, each time I did it, I got horribly paranoid. Oh, you did? Yes. And oh, see, so... I didn't. I got really bored. No, I got horribly paranoid, and so it was really unpleasant for me. Yeah, that's the THC, and that's not what I want. I want the plant derivative that is medicinal. I don't want the high. So, And they do that now. I wanted it to be fun because everybody else was having a good time, and I was sitting on the chair practically in tears. (laughs) You're like, everything is closing in around me. What's happening? Yeah. You know, but everyone else yeah. was running around like, this carpet feels weird. And I'm just oh my like, God. you know, they're like running around barefoot, feeling yeah. the carpet. And I'm just like, <laughs> ew. And I Aww. was just like sitting in the chair, you know, in the fetal position. And I'm just like, how much longer do we have? Is there anything I can do? And I, I think yeah. I was just drinking a bunch of water, thinking that might do something. Anything, yeah. No, you know what? I, I have smoked pot several times in my life. And no edibles, though. I, I really wish I had tried. I have talked to our sister about edibles because she's she's partaken of the edible. And she goes, they're super strong. And you get really scared if you eat too many, if you eat too much, because it's really strong. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'll keep that in mind. And, you know, of course, they come in brownies and chocolate chip cookies and stuff. So yeah. you want to eat the whole thing. Well, just but you can't. It's no, not can't. for the purposes of, you know, having a snack. It's, you I know, know, but, for you know, medicinal purposes. Pot gives you the munchies and you're like, oh, yeah, I have that brownie. <laughs> you know, that's dangerous. Yeah, really. I know this is probably not new for a lot of people. I realize that, you know, the whole pot I thing know everyone's is... probably fast forwarding because they're just like, God, what a bunch of <laughs> what dummy. a bunch of. What a bunch of babies. Yeah, I realize. And they're the ones complaining about living the 50s. They're like, they fit right (laughs) in. No kidding. They'll be like, oh, yeah, they've got their sweaters all on a bunch. Bunch of old fogies. (laughs) Bunch of Sandra D's. Yeah, no kidding. Anyway, so I'm. Have you ever had your kids ask you about drugs? Like, 
what do you mean? What kind of drugs you've ever done? I volunteer that information happily because I don't. I did too. Yeah, I don't but care. But my kids, they're like, mom, they're like, have you ever smoked pot? And I'm You're just like, yeah. like, yes, I did. But of course, I have a good story because I told them yes. how paranoid and terrified I was. And it was the worst experience <laughs> of my life. Yeah, no, so. I, I have. When they were little, before we were really into wine drinking, we didn't drink coke we just didn't drink that much i mean we had beers and stuff but it wasn't like you know exciting to have a new bottle of wine that we picked up you know it wasn't like that so when we would drink beer you know i you know because of the way we were raised when tyler was really little he wanted to try a sip of beer and i I gave it to him yeah i let my kids try alcohol yeah i don't have a problem with that the problem was he loved it oh (laughs) and so i was like okay that happens one in a million. I know. Because it does. I remember when Allison tried, uh, I think it was dad's white Russian. She drank it and she made this face like she looked like a baby raptor screaming, screeching. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> like, because the alcohol burned her mouth. And I remember looking at her face and I'm like, what the hell happened to you? And she's like, you know what? <laughs> He took a gamble with white Russians because those taste like chocolate milk. Right? But I think dad had some <laughs> extra shots of vodka He in must those. have put the Bacardi, like the 151 or something at the top or whatever. Yeah. I, I just remember she wanting to taste, you know, she was curious about it. And so he gave it to her and then she turned and looked right at me and did this weird mouth. And I was like, well, that obviously wasn't tasty. And of course, what does dad do? Would you like to try some? I'm like, no. Oh, I don't want any. <laughs> so after, after a while, they would say, what are you drinking? It's like, oh, we're drinking, you know, adult beverage or whatever. And they're like, oh. And I said, but you can't, you really shouldn't. Because if you're a kid and you try alcohol, you'll get dizzy and you will die. Oh. And they believed that for years. I think they believed that for as long as they believed in Santa Claus. I mean, they oh. really believed it. And we that were so glad. <laughs> but now, of course, you know. No, like we now. take the gamble and we let them try a sip of whatever we're like if they ask right i'm like oh yeah Mel, you can try a sip and i'm just get, i'm like watching it and I, it's like my heart beating in this slow <laughs> like, motion please don't like it please don't like and it. i watch it and they're just like yeah that tastes gross you're like yes it does like, well i'm like remember that so you don't ever drink it again but i mean it's never hard liquor or anything like no, that it's always it's like a not. wine or a beer or something and it's funny because now let's see well our youngest is 16 and she actually She's funny because she's she's like anti. She's like, no, I I have no interest in in drinking alcohol. We're like nothing. She goes, well, you let me try champagne once. And I said, did you like it? She goes, it was okay. And I'm like, well, you know what? Alcohol is an acquired taste. It isn't something that you, you know, except for a Tyler, apparently, where he just absolutely loved beer. Like the moment he his lips touched it. Right. Most kids find it bitter and it burns which is good. That's kind of the whole point. And it's so funny. It's like, when did that transition occur where suddenly alcohol tasted good? I recall vividly my first alcoholic beverage outside of, you know, sipping this or that. I was working at the Golden Corral and I was invited to a party. All the waitresses and cooks and stuff were all friends because they were all in their 20s. And I was 17 and they invited me to one of their after parties. And so I went and the girl was making her own wine coolers. 
And I had never heard of such a thing. I didn't realize you can make your own wine coolers. I thought they, you only bought them in bottles. Why would you even want to drink those? So she mixed it. And well, think about what a wine cooler is. It's just wine and some kind of fizzy soda. So you can literally make it any flavor you want, essentially. So she made this. She's like, here, try my root beer wine cooler. Right. So she made this big, she had a big blue Tupperware pitcher and she filled it. And then I had a glass of ice and she filled up my glass and she goes, here, try that. It didn't taste like anything. It tasted like, you know, fizzy soda. It it was really good. I had so many Oh my god! I didn't even know I was hammered. Like I had no, I had no concept of anything because I had never been drunk before. It was so fun. It was the fun, but the worst hangover of my life. God, I remember coming home and Stephanie and I shared a room, and I remember going in there, and she's like, and of course Stephanie, who was a hardcore drunk by then. Oh God! I walk in, she's like, Oh my God, are you drunk? <laughs> And I'm like, I don't know. It feels great, though. She's like, you need to be quiet. Mom's going to come in here. And I was like, okay. It was hysterical. It was hysterical. God. And But then, but I think that's the transition. It's like you have something and it tastes super delicious and you don't realize that it's alcohol. And then yeah. suddenly you're hooked. <laughs> then you're hooked. Yeah. And now you're cocktail houring. It starts with those fruity drinks. Like, it is. Like Sex on the Beach or <laughs> like a Blue Hawaii. An or Alabama Slammer. Alabama Slammer. Yes. You know. Rum and Coke. The drinks that don't really count. But well, you because know, they're more, they're more sugar. If you have more of them, then <laughs> yeah. you, know. you know, you start with a rum and coke and it's mostly coke. And then suddenly uh, by the end of the night, you're just drinking rum. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. I don't think there's anything... I would know it if I smelled it, but there's always that one drink that you vow you'll never, ever have again. Jose Cuervo. Yes. It's the rock gut Jose Cuervo. I can't drink it. Every time I smell it, my mouth waters in a bad way. I'm getting heartburn just thinking about it. <laughs> it's so bad. It is so bad. Oh, good tequila is good, though. But man, that well drink tequila. Which just it's like kerosene. Just it's like just the, that guy, he's like, here, I'll, I'll buy tequila shots on us. And oh I think my God. one of us yelled, Patron! You know, like, oh my God, we weren't buying that. And we got red solo cups with what looks like piss at the bottom <sighs> of it. Baby shots. And I'm just like, is this Jose Cuervo? Actually, I remember what it was. It was your uh, bachelorette party night. We had gone to a bar in Folsom to see one of your favorite cover bands. bands and these two guys were so enamored with the six women that were together they bought us all <laughs> shots and i remember going well is this rock gut or what is this he's like well what do you mean i'm like you know what i mean did you spend five dollars for all of these or did you spend five dollars each for these you know what's the deal and we smelled it and you and i both knew what it was i mean it was, it was dark garbage. in there but when i looked at the bottom i'm like <laughs> I'm like, what? What? What is this? I'm what like, are we looking at I'm here? And so I'm like, you know, I, I have to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. And I we just set mine on the table, and I yeah. walked away. <laughs> no, it was terrible. I think we all walked away, and then eventually they just came and like we just kind of like just left them, and then we all kind yeah. of abandoned the table. Some people shot them, like my friend Tracy. She's mm -hmm. always so polite. She yes, she, she did the shot, and I did so it. I'm like, I don't think Stephanie did it either. So nice, but I'm like, I can't do this. If I do this, it'll ruin my night. That was the night that 
and I don't know how I can find them. I found the one serial monogamist who came out of the woodwork and started telling me his life story about he was separated and divorcing his wife and he, all he wanted was to have children. And I was, was just sitting there. Was the one with cigars? No, he, no. Oh. He was this guy and he wouldn't leave me alone. And I'm like, okay, I don't know where they come from, but why do they find me is beyond me. I don't get it. I, I don't give out any kind of stink that says, hey, I'm available for you and your need to procreate and be in a long-term relationship. Please come find me. It's like opposite of who I am. I don't understand, but they always seek me out. And I remember telling him like, Paula, we have got to get rid of this guy. I mean, he was bad. He was bad news. If, if I, eventually he left crying or something, like literally wow. left crying. That's it pretty was pretty deep. Tell me about it. And I'm like, I, why? I don't remember any of that. I remember oh. <laughs> there was like a palm reader or there was a, uh, oh. or like a, he doesn't read palms or he gives you your, your fortune. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, well, thank you for telling me that. And Stephanie says, Paula, it's not free. And I'm like, oh. You had to pay? And so she's like, it's $5. I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm like, well, here's your $5. Because he was kind of cute. Oh, And I God. shoved it down his pants. Oh, no. And he wasn't wearing any underwear. <gasps> Ew. Ew. So all I felt was a bunch of hair. Oh, my God. God, so, it's so disgusting, gross. And then he's like, "Well, he's like, thank you." I'm like, "I'm all. I bet you didn't see that coming." He's like, and I would be like, "Cause I definitely didn't." God, so ridiculous. Yeah, that is ridiculous. Our drunken escapades. I swear to God, we have too many stories. Speaking of stories, Daryl went to L.A. for work this week. He was gone for like three and a half days. Oh wow. He had some very strange celebrity run-ins, which I thought was really funny. He, you saw on Facebook, he posted that he went bowling with Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> Did you see that? Okay. I saw that he was with Wiz Khalifa. I didn't see that they went bowling. That's different. Okay. So apparently there was some kind of work party. And so they're like, yeah, you guys should just come with us. Because there was a bunch of them that came into LA to do some brainstorming and so they're like, yeah, come with us. And so they went to a bowling alley. And he, he sent me a picture of his bowling shoes. I'm like, what the fuck are those? They were plaid and weird and Velcro-y. He goes, oh, no, we're bowling. I'm like, oh, OK. And then a couple minutes later, he goes, oh, my God, Wiz Khalifa is here with his, I think, girlfriend and children. <laughs> I'm like, oh, how exciting. And then the next night they went out for dinner and Paul Williams was there. OK, who's Paul Williams? Paul Williams is he was in the Smokey I think he was in a Smokey and the Bandit movie okay. he's very very short he's almost to the point where you think he might be a small person but he's not Oh, okay. if you Google Paul Williams, you will know exactly who I'm talking about. He okay. was very he was very big in the 70s and early 80s, I believe. Anyway, he doesn't look the same anymore. He's had significant amount of work done. And oh, so he okay. took a picture and I went, he looks like a woman. He goes, yes, he does. And I go, well, why does he look like that? And it's just massive injections and just getting older and not wanting to accept it, I think. So you just do more so work. So he just turned into a woman instead. <laughs> <laughs> you just keep doing more work. And then ultimately, well, like I, I was talking to um, my hairdresser yesterday and I said, I don't understand people where they just keep getting injections and facelifts and you know, implants or whatever they do. I'm not sure. And it's like, and they all look alike. Like they all look the same men yeah, or do. women. Uh -huh. They don't 
really have any discernible features anymore. And I don't hope I ever become so concerned about aging that I end up looking like that. I don't want to be that shiny faced person. It would just be weird, you know? Yeah, I agree. I'd rather age gracefully, hopefully. We'll see. If my face falls, I may do it anyway, but I don't want to look like that. Well, I mean, I was thinking about plastic surgery recently and... Jeez, Jamie, there's just so many options of what you can do to yourself. And so I'm just like, do (laughs) I want to do a facelift or do I just want to do like an eye lift? Well, our mother has had work done. Yes, she had the eye lift thing done. And a nose job. Well, and the nose job. I I can't do the nose job. I've just accepted who I am. Why can't you do the nose job? You've always wanted to have one done. I know, but at this point, I mean, it's like who I am. So I just... Yeah, you know what? I can't do it. I respect your acceptance. I don't think... Well, personally, I don't think you need one. I would tell you if I thought you needed one. Right. So I don't think you need work done personally, but I also know that we all have our own things. Like, I think about injections more often than not now about certain parts. There's so many types of injections. I know. I know. And the thing about the injections is they don't last that long. They can last up to a year, depending on what you get done. And my concern with injections is once you get going, you can't stop because when they go away yeah I mean you got to keep going and so that's why I was thinking okay so if I did the eyelid now mm-hmm. and then like later in like maybe my maybe my gift to myself might be like a facelift or something like my 40th birthday let's say <sighs> you know what I gotta tell you I would love a facelift too I Daryl would hate it he would kill but I would, would do so it like like do it now while mm-hmm. I still look young so that mm-hmm. way when I get it done it doesn't really look like I had one done you'll look rested yeah and that way it lasts they they say the facelift lasts like 10 years that's a long time and the only thing that the only problem is is that your neck gives it away that your neck will will betray your age and so will your hands but I don't even have a neck that's true but i'm just saying in general you know your next skin will betray a woman maybe even a man i suppose but but women really man their necks just betray the fuck out of them i don't remember what episode it was was it Mm -hmm. last one or the one before where i was talking about getting a boob job oh it's been a while okay so we were looking at the pictures i was looking at the pictures victor was trying to pretend like he wasn't looking at the pictures (laughs) boob job pictures some of the before and after pictures that they have yes i was looking and i started to realize i'm like you know what i currently look like the after pictures yeah and so i'm just like why would i do this like this doesn't make it i'm not there yet we are very i mean honestly speaking genetically we're very fortunate we do not have saggy boobs we're very blessed so i'm very buoyant skin i don't have to i mean yes i would love for my boobs to look like they did when i was nursing but (laughs) that's you know i think that's a fetish online somewhere (laughs) that's a a (laughs) type of boob but maybe that'll be later. So I think yeah. if I'm ever do anything to start with, I think I'm mm-hmm. going to start with my eyelids because they are getting really droopy. Well, like that, you really know, droopy. our our mother had to have it done because it was starting to affect her sight. I don't want to wait till that point. Well, no, but I mean, yeah. and actually I had uh, Daryl and I worked with somebody who had to have a significant eye lift because he was starting to look like a, a bloodhound. Like it was really bad. Jeez. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's like really bad. It was <laughs> like a Sharpay or something. I mean, it's you just something. don't want to wait that long. You want to no, get that, I don't. nip that in the bud. But I think getting the eyelids done would yeah. like like significantly take off at least like five or ten years it was funny because when mom got it done she goes i'm concerned that i look surprised all the time (laughs) no you just look alert you just look like you're not ready to fall down dead yeah it doesn't look like you're ready to take a nap no you don't look exhausted so anyways i didn't mean to interrupt you in your paul williams story oh i don't care it doesn't matter we're this is kind of a freewheeling episode anyway because honestly neither one of us really felt compelled to record this week so whatever but we're we're about consistency we're about bringing you quality funny chat so here we are damn it quality funny chat (laughs) that should be our motto the ugly truth quality funny chat (laughs) that'll be our next big thing just like our mom with her nutritious delicious and fun nutritious delicious and fun do you remember that of course I remember oh, that. Oh, okay. I was, because I, when she said it, I, I could have sworn, didn't she say, like, I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> She's like, I could patent that. She probably could. Well, because she was talking about me and she was talking about getting me snacks. Yes. Both of those are shocking because, <laughs> one, I couldn't believe she cared enough to actually buy me a snack. Oh, God. And two, I couldn't believe she cared enough to make sure that it was delicious, nutritious, and fun. <laughs> she must have been on some sort of kick. Like She must, she must have, have been. Because it, uh, it was just both, <laughs> both were shocking. You know what? This week... I am going to be a mother, damn it! I think that's what it was. (laughs) I am not letting them fall through the cracks. (laughs) This is the week. You're going to school every day. You will be going to school on time. I will check your homework. And I will take you to school and pick you up. (laughs) And I'm doing that for just Paula. Yeah. The rest of you can go fuck off. I put my time in with you. You're awful. You're rotten children. She's my only chance. You're all old enough to take care of yourself. Make it work. Yeah. Oh, my God, that was so funny. (sighs) Anyway, uh, and here we are. We survived. We championed our childhood. So speaking of L.A., let's just move on to the Oscars. There are years where I give zero fucks about movies that have come out. Right. Or I haven't seen any of them because they feel so not relate you know they're just not in my realm of things that i would see right you know honestly it's become very difficult for me to go to the movies because i really don't like people and so i i mean i'll deal with it and you know daryl luckily is really nice and we'll go to like the like the 9 30 or 10 30 shows so then i can go and then and then i totally enjoy it because it's all adults there's no kids you know screaming or you know nothing like that so that's always nice but this year, I've seen none of the movies. Well, right. I was just going to say, the <laughs> movies we're seeing, if we do go to the movie theater, it's not Lion. It's no, it's not, the Lego movie. You no, know, La La Land. Or... I think the other thing, and La La Land is just so repellent to me. I There's nothing about that that I want to see. I like musicals, but I'm just... <sighs> I, there's just nothing. And so you know what I did is I read the spoiler on La La Land. That's what I'll do. I'll go find the spoiler alert on some of these really popular films and see if it's something that I'd like to see. La La Land does not have a super happy ending. And so I'm like, yeah, you know what? This isn't my 
I don't want to watch this. What is it like? West Side Story? It's a modern day musical. But like, of course, shockingly, Ryan Gosling plays some tortured artist, just like in The Notebook. And he's, you know, he's some dude and she is a starving actress. She wants to be an act, a, fa- a famous actress. So you mean she's she's an actress? She's an actress. Yes. <laughs> and so they come upon each other and it's like this relationship that w- never was really meant to be and they come upon each other like several times within like a decade. And they don't ever they don't even end up together. Like there's nothing. And I don't care if I'm spoiling it for you people. It's it's dumb. And so now I've heard some of the soundtrack. I do like it. And I do like Emma Stone very much. But it just doesn't appeal to me whatsoever. And I and I feel like it's one of those movies that Hollywood's just having a hard on over because it's all about Hollywood and it's very, you know, insulated in their world. And so everybody just they get it. You know, that we're like, we so get this. We get it. And Plus I think it's a musical. Well, yeah. And so to me, it's like, eh, I don't care. And now, but all the other ones are so depressing. I mean, even Hidden Fences, which has that really Disney feel to it because it has a great happy ending. It's still kind of depressing in the sense that it happened during a time period where women and then you add the fact that they were black women were, you know, they struggled and they were reluctantly accepted into the program. I mean, I just, I don't know. I, I'm ready for Beauty and the Beast to come out. So you're not watching <laughs> Guardians of the I Galaxy. No, I am going to watch it. I love the Oscars and I, I love the red carpet more. That's my most favorite thing. I want to see if Leo mm-hmm. brings his mother this year. Okay, so my son asked me because my son loves award shows for some reason. Mm-hmm. So he says, Mom, are we going to watch the Oscars? And I said, Yeah, I'm like, we could probably watch them. I'm like, I always like to see the fashion. I'm like, mm-hmm. we haven't seen any of the movies, but. Right. Um, you know, we'll we'll probably watch for the fashion. I said, plus, you know, whoever won the award before the year yeah. before gets to present it to the new winner this year. That's and right. so that means that Leonardo DiCaprio, <laughs> since he, <laughs> he won be, for The Revenant last he year, will be, he will be presenting he an award will this year. Be presenting mm-hmm. his award. Uh, I thought it, I thought they presented Best Actress. And then oh, best, that's right. actress best actress presented best actor. That's right. But regardless, I'm looking forward to seeing Leo and and if he's going to bring a, a woman or his mother. Probably his mother. Yeah, he usually does. And then I'm also interested to see if Bradley Cooper shows up with his pregnant girlfriend. And if Natalie Portman was Natalie Portman's nominated for best actress. So she's going to be like nine months pregnant. I'll be curious if she even shows. Isn't she pregnant at all the award shows? (laughs) She seems like she's tends to time those things. But, you know, she probably, you know, is timing having her children when she's not working. So the award season comes when no one's filming. So is this her second or third? I think this is her second baby. I think she's only been married a few years. So and I wonder if Anne Hathaway's coming. She has nothing to promote. So I I don't know. But she's an Oscar winner, so she's probably invited. Well, let's hope she doesn't. Oh, no. You know, she does have a movie coming out this year, and she's grown her hair out, so she might be a decent. We don't know. So anyway, I'm looking forward to it. I don't really know. It's so funny. I think Nicole Kidman's going to win for Lion. I don't think La La Land is going to sweep like everyone thinks. 
I hear good things about Lyon. I don't think that Casey Affleck is going to win Manchester by the Sea. His his performance, I think he'll be... I'm hoping for Vigo Mortensen because he's adorable. Oh, he is. God, I mean, he's just so dreamy. He's been acting for years. Years. Yeah, I love him. Anyway, um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, I always am and I love Jimmy Kimmel. So I'm really excited about that. He's yeah, hosting. that's going to be good. Yeah, and all I'm hoping is that, that they keep the political rhetoric to a dull roar. I do not want that spoon-fed to me. Oh, you know, you know it's going to be there. Uh, I don't want it. I don't want it. It's like, okay, we're all pretty much on the same page in Hollywood. We all know how you feel. So let's just, ex- you know, we all know. So can we just celebrate the evening and move on with our lives? <laughs> You can put your pussy hat on tomorrow. Can you just accept the award? Please. You know, I'm hopeful with Jimmy Kimmel yeah. that he can keep things fairly neutral. I hope. I really do. It's too much. He's pretty good about, you know, keeping things yeah. uh, at a at just a keep it at funny. a good pace. Let's just make fun of, you know, let's make fun of someone's sour puss face or something. You know, right. let's just make fun of someone's excessive amounts of girlfriends but you know the truth of the matter is is he's only gonna say what's written for him so well here's an interesting point that you may not know um you know he and adam carolla are best friends oh they've been best friends before any of them were famous in fact adam had more success before jimmy ever did he was jimmy was adam's little like producer on the radio show long long ago so Adam is actually writing. There's a whole staff that writes jokes, and Jimmy's a part of it. Adam is is on the writing staff for the Oscars this year, which is a huge deal. That's huge good. deal. Yes, the the jokes are pre written and they're loaded, but Jimmy Kimmel has full creative control as well as his writing staff. In fact, he was saying that they are literally writing jokes during the ceremony because if something does if something fails if something doesn't go over they'll scrap something else and rewrite it right uh, based on the mood of the room and stuff so it'll be really interesting or if someone wins they'll have something in the you know they'll have something pre-done so if somebody wins or if they're snubbed or whatever then they'll change it up and you know move forward i had no idea it was that last minute yeah where they have staff writing in the back yeah, it's like a moving uh, operation. Right. And so with knowing all of that, now it makes sense why they nominate the Oscars for Oscars. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. I think it's neat. I, it's a lot. A lot of work goes into those shows. But I'm looking forward to them. I, I you know, you and me, I'll, I'll start bugging you online about the red carpet like around five i know like did you see that monstrosity that laura dern wore i know know? i'm i'm gonna have to start watching (laughs) earlier because i always forget that like me too some point during the day i'm just like something's going on today what is it you know and then by like (laughs) three o'clock i have a message just like did you see that green dress i'm like what green dress and then i'm like damn it gotta get it on my computer (laughs) it's true so good luck to all the nominees and i hope it's a a fun, funny evening for, for the rest of us. Hopefully, I'm looking forward to hopefully it. Hopefully it doesn't rain. Oh, yeah. You know what? <laughs> Can you imagine borrowing a $10,000 dress and then having it just ruined by puddles of rain on the red carpet? I think it'd be funny. I can't wait to see how hungry everyone looks because they're always starving. You know, they never eat you know, to fit into these dresses. They're skinny already, though. That's the I thing know. I don't get. It is I'm like, you're already stick thin. Like you're. I know. You can see your chest clavicle, and <sighs> you know. That's how I know I would never be famous. I just it. 
Well, not all of them are like that, but you no, know, a but, good you know, majority then, of them are, you know, they're just like, kind of want to put them in like a science class and hang them on that rolly thing and be like, I you know, know, here's, here's the elbow bone and here's the, here's Nicole Kidman <laughs> yeah. or whoever, you know, I mean, I, it, they are so, so they're like the UFC weigh-ins, you know, they come in, they're looking gaunt and thirsty. I know. It's like, just eat something please but yeah they just the couture comes in apparently only one size which is zero and so they have to fit into it i guess huh unless you're someone you know like angelina jolie or someone upper echelon where they fit according to your body and you don't fit according to them what do they say it's like vera doesn't accommodate you you accommodate vera when it comes to vera wang well then i wouldn't be wearing vera wang no i wouldn't me neither. Okay, well, I want to hear. Let's hear about our ugly and awkward moments of the week. I take a, a variety of medications, and some I take in the morning, some I take at night. So mm-hmm. I have this pill case that separates, you know, Sunday through Saturday a.m. and then Sunday through Saturday p.m. Because, okay, so you have a double-layered pill right, box. because some of them I take in the morning and then the rest of them I'll take at night. Okay. But one of the medicines I take at both times of the day. So I'll mm-hmm. take it in the morning, I take it at night. And it's a little, oh, okay. t- it's a little tiny round white pill. I usually like once my pillowcase runs out, I'll go through and it's like, you know, take the 20 minute process to fill everything up and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And I had my one of my pill bottles on the counter and I was opening up and inside was little white round pills. Right. And I'm just like, it looks like I'm running out of this one. I'm going to have to contact, you know, my pharmacy. Sure. So I was filling it up and... For some reason, in my mind, the pill looked a little strange, but I'm just like, eh, that's okay. It'll be fine. That night, I took the medicine, and I actually take four of them. And so, four pills? Four pills. Okay. Because they're they're really small. And so, okay. it's just the way they just prescribe them. And so, yeah. I took four. The next morning, I woke up, and I was just so tired. I was oh, no. so tired. You're like, what is happening? And so, I took the kids to school. I took my medication like normal. And I fell asleep on the couch and Victor came over and he's just like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm just so tired. And he said, well, we have to do X, Y, and Z. And I'm just like, why don't you just go ahead and go? I'm just really tired today. (laughs) And so that night, Ryan's just like, mom, he's like, I'm totally out of my medication. And I'm like, Ryan has medication too. He takes allergy pills at night. (gasps) Oh no. So I'm like, how is that possible? I'm like, we just filled that. And he's just like, they're gone. Well, his allergy Um, pills, lo and behold, are little white round pills. But just a little different. Not enough for you to go, these aren't mine. So he takes one and a half at bedtime. (laughs) I took four of his allergy pills at bedtime. And then I took four of them, four more of them in the morning. God. I could have killed myself. Oh my God. Not really. You are but so well, whatever, still. 
But that would explain why I was so... And I'm just like, what am I doing? You drugged yourself. Again. You have to be careful. There has got to be a way. Maybe everybody should have a pill thing and you just fill those things up so that you don't... Or like big Sharpie R on the the lid. I don't even know how I ended up with his pill bottle. His is right there on the counter. All of mine are in the cupboard. I mean, didn't take any of yours, did he? No, and his it would nothing would have happened. Uh, well, what I'm saying is maybe mine is <laughs> mine is migraine medicine. And okay, so, what, I, what I'm saying is that maybe when you get his next time, just put a big R on it know, on top, I, I so know. that you'll go. Okay, this is not mine. I'm God, I told dangerous. Victor, I'm like, I feel like such an old lady. I'm like. <laughs> It's bad enough that I have like this little pill case thing that says, you know, like Sunday through Saturday, a.m. and p.m. I know. You know, I'm just like, but now it's I'm taking my son's medication. And I said, now I look up in the cupboard. There's my medication. And then I have plenty. I'm like, why didn't I just grab mine? And why was I taking his? I wonder if that's, you know, that's probably a really common way that elderly people die. Probably. They take their husband's meds. Elderly people or 38-year-olds. <laughs> well, I mean, you know what? I swear to God, Paula, I'm not kidding. I've thought about this. Most of your adult life, you have had to take multiple medications I've for a variety al- I've of always reasons. been on some sort of medications more than one it's always been and I swear to you I've been racking my brain trying to think of ways to make it palatable to have to take multiple medications during the week there's got to be something uh, a way to have this ne- necessity less old lady-ish like when you go to the drugstore when you go to like cvs or walgreens or whatever and you're like okay i need a pillbox and they're so fucking ugly they're like hospital clear or that ugly muted green or red you know they're ne- they're mm. never or that hospital gown blue you know they're yeah. never it's never it's almost like oh there it is you know it's never it, anything pleasant and the thing is, is like someone like you or anybody, really, you have to take these meds every day. You mm-hmm. have to. And you you want to feel like, wouldn't it be nice to be like, oh, well, I should go to my really kick-ass, cool-looking pillbox or something. Right. I have always thought there has to be a, a way to make it more pleasant to approach this horrific thing that you have to do. Jamie, there's... There has to be. There's nothing cool about taking medication. <laughs> That's I know, but there there has to be a way to do it. There has to be a way to make it cool. <laughs> Something. I, I don't I, I don't Can't think... we put crystals on it? Can't we like I don't know. What, Can't do we you want me to bedazzle new? my pill case so that way I'll bedazzle your pill case. I mean I'm just saying cooler. there I just wish there was a way to make it less make you feel less senior citizen y. That's all. You know, and No, and, it's not the pill case that makes me I feel know. old. It's it's uh. the amount of pills that are in there. <laughs> That I have to hey. take. And now that I've actually started taking other people's medications <laughs> instead of my own. <laughs> Jesus. It was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. Well, that is pretty awkward. Mine is not that <clears throat> not that extensive. Well, I would hope not because I just I would never want anyone to go through that. <laughs> not on purpose, no. None of the awkward moments are not on purpose. They're accidental. I have not fallen. In a very long time. 
like I said, Daryl went to LA. When Daryl leaves town, I assume the single mom role again and it feels different i mean like i i get really independent like really quickly because mm-hmm. you have to you just have to it's and it's not like things are in, not in place where i can just be my normal self but you just feel a little more like okay i have to be really aware of everything now and so i was in the backyard and i was feeling a little too like take chargey and i went in the backyard and i'm like oh god the the dog's water, you know, because they have one of those, it looks like one of those um, office water towers, but they're for oh, the dog. okay. Yeah. So we have a really big one because Bodega consumes so much food right, and water right. that we get the big one. So that, I'm like, oh my God, there's algae growing in the dish. I've got to clean that out. So of course, here's the problem with all of that. All of those things are normal and can totally be handled by a normal human being. But because I'm an ugly, I'm doing it in clogs. I have these really cool leather clogs that I bought forever ago when TSA came into existence. Okay. And I was doing a lot of travel. And they're they're leather and they're lined with sheep's wool. Okay. And they're they look really cute with any kind of pant or jean. And then you can slip them right off, put them in the conveyor belt to be x-rayed, and then slip them right back on again and they're solid. They the way they fit, you don't feel like you're gonna trip over anything, except for now that they're really super old. And I don't wear them out of the house, but I wore them in the backyard and they are click, 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 and they're super loose now. But I still wear them because Mm -hmm. I'm just running out to the backyard really quick. But then I decided to do like tons of chores in the backyard, which I hate doing outside chores anyway. So (laughs) I'm back there trying to, you know, I'm doing all these things. So I'm like, okay, I'm soaked to the skin, but the, the dog dish is clean and there's clean water in it. And so I'm like, click, 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 click. And I immediately trip over a single barely raised screw in the, in the deck that has, I know clogs fly, (laughs) clogs have flown and I hit the knee. I always hit my knee. I always oh, take a knee God. immediately. And the only thing I can hope is so whoever, if any neighbor saw, because you know what my backyard looks like. There are four neighbors who could potentially see this fall. Yes. Hopefully no one saw me do that because that would have been super embarrassing. It was embarrassing enough, especially when the dogs do that thing where they kind of jerk a little when you do something and they look at you surprised. <laughs> yes. Like, what have you done? Yes. Even the blind dog moved. Like, what was that? She just sensed the startle. <laughs> God, it was so embarrassing. Oh I'm like, these God. freaking clogs! Why am I wearing clogs in the backyard I- in the winter? Well, because you, when you're on a roll, you don't want to just stop and like put on different shoes. You're just like, I'm not Mr. Rogers. I'm just going to, yeah, yeah. You know what? Maybe we will be Mr. Rogers when we get older. We'll probably be a little bit more sensible and be like, well, I should probably, I should probably put on my working shoes and cardigan. That would require thinking things through, something that we don't do often. And that they wouldn't be in the closet. They'd just be laying on a pile of clothes in in front of my bed. They'll be in the corner with all the other shoes. (laughs) That's where all my stuff is. But anyway, so. All right, well, 10,000 points this week for almost killing yourself with allergy pills. Yes. Yay. And uh, I survived my clog fall, my clog catastrophe no more uh, doing chores from holland so. no <laughs> no i'll i'll leave the i'll leave the holland shoes for other for other things anyways well that's a wrap for this week thank you friends for joining us thank you for shopping our avon and amazon links we always appreciate the uh, patronage 
Uh, next week is a big week for us. It's our 200th episode. I know. It's we awesome. might have a special guest, so that should mm-hmm. be exciting. Yeah. And I will have a special announcement that even Jamie and producer Dub don't even know about. So uh, it's going <laughs> to you- be... No, okay. okay. I shouldn't say a special announcement. I'm planning on doing something exciting. Okay. I can't wait to announce it. On behalf of the podcast? No. Oh, okay. Are you, you're not pregnant, are you? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, no. So <laughs> I just want to make sure. It's like, look, I'm all I'm all for surprises, but uh, you know. No, 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 no. It's something we've already we've talked about a long time ago. I just wanted to surprise you. You're going you to officially it. announce. Officially announce it. So, right. and then um, we'll also maybe go take a trip down memory lane or, you know, who knows what we'll do. But <laughs> it will be exciting. So, okay. make sure you join in, friends. And we will uh, talk to you later. Bye. Bye. That's a wrap. But make sure to watch your podcast feed for all the screw ups and edits from this episode and what we call ugly cuts. And then we'll have a brand new full episode for you next week. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.